When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. You know, we had the story about. Alec Baldwin being charged with involuntary manslaughter. There's two different uh, counts on that. But that's why this is so surprising that he's not going to let that interrupt his career. Uh, Rust, the movie where the fatal accidental shooting happened, will continue filming. And he's still in it. An attorney for the movie says production will now have um, on-set safety supervisors, union crew members, and will uh, bar any use of working weapons or any ammunition. Um, yeah, I, I guess that's all we know is the movie's going to continue. We don't know when. Don't know when it's going to be finished. I think this makes more sense internally on the set of Rust than it does to us sure. sitting here and the reason being when Alec Baldwin was charged with involuntary manslaughter um I would imagine that that was in to some extent a I'm going to choose the wrong word here but just to make the point a legal formality that they probably knew something he wasn't I would imagine wasn't surprised by the fact that there were charges that might be pressed. I because I think on the set, it's very likely much more a personal matter. Their decision to move forward and to do the movie, sure, with the involvement of Helena Hutchins' fa- uh, not father, excuse me, husband, is like they all came to a different sort of let's look each other in the eye, understand mm-hmm. this god awful thing that happened, and do we want to move forward? And is this how? Is this what Helena would want us to do? In this moment, is this honoring her or not? I bet there was a fully separate conversation that happened there. And so when we hear this, it's like, oh, gosh, I understand the juxtaposition of he was just charged with involuntary manslaughter. How could you move forward with it? But I'm totally guessing here, but I'm guessing that Alec Baldwin's camp was bracing for something like this. They knew something like this would happen. Producers of the movie, the studio, Helena Hutchins' husband, all of that that they all knew this was likely going to be coming in some capacity. Right. And they had already made a decision as co-workers, as friends, whatever, to move forward with the movie. I That's my uneducated thought. I don't know that thought. her family... So you're saying this is all? these are all technicalities, that they're just, they're doing what needs to be done behind the scenes with the insurance companies and the attorneys... 
But when you're talking about a criminal offense, that would kind of change things for me, especially if her family were supporting that. I'm not sure if that's the case or not, because wasn't it her husband that came on board now? Yeah, as an executive producer. Okay, so he's an EP on the project, which means they, he already, my point is he already knew everything that happened. Right. The man lost his wife. So if he jumped on board and said, let's move forward, that's when an involuntary manslaughter charge, serious as it may be, from an interpersonal standpoint, her family, her husband, had already said, let's move forward. Let's finish this movie, presumably for her, in honor of her. And her work. And and so, so that's how I mean that the the charges are a bit of a legal formality in that respect, not to take away from the serious nature of them. Right. He could still be guilty of that. And in theory, he could still serve time. He being Alec Baldwin. Sure. Well, in a statement, her husband did say we've reached a settlement subject to court approval for their wrongful death case against the producers of rust, which also includes Alec Baldwin and, you know, the LLC And as part of that settlement, he said, our case will be dismissed. It's all very, it's just very interesting and tragic, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He says, I I don't really, I'm not looking to place blame. Her death was a terrible accident. And I'm uh, grateful that the producers have come together to pay tribute to her final work. So, uh, that's got to be hard, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a really... Difficult situation. You wonder what the vibe is on set. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got bad news for you, buddy boo. What? Cobra Kai will be going bye-bye. You know, I'm okay with this. You are? Cobra Kai is going to end. They'll get one more season. That's right. On Netflix. Mm-hmm. Which means that they get to choose how it ends. The worst news for any showrunner is being told your show is done before you finished it. So a season wraps, yeah. you set up the tease to the next season, and then they say, we're not renewing it. So they've been told or have come to some sort of agreement. It's not super blatant in the announcement. Netflix made the announcement on Friday with a video that teases what it calls the biggest, the baddest season of, of the series. You know what I wonder? I wonder if this will bring Ralph Macchio and the other guy Johnny. back into the biz. You know, to do more, you know, out of reti- retirement, I guess you could call it. Yeah. It'd be kind know. of fun. Or do they feel like this was our this was our thing? Well, I feel like Johnny. Yep. Whose name I don't know, so we'll just call him Johnny. That's fine. I feel like he was working behind the scenes in the business. He was. He was okay. producing a lot of stuff. Okay. And Ralph Macchio eh, would pop up from time to time. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. At any rate, if you haven't watched Cobra Kai, it's so good. It's been very enjoyable. And they do note here in The Hollywood Reporter that having six seasons is a rare achievement for a Netflix original series. For it to have gone as long as it has, that alone is sort of a standalone thing. In the world of network television back in the 90s and 2000s, it felt somewhat routine to hear that your favorite show was in season eight, nine, or 10. But in the streaming world, shows just don't live that long. They don't. The Crown is another one that will get to a season six. 
and then there's one other one that I forget. And so I'm not going to feel emotionally or intellectually burdened to bring you that. I want you, the listener, to allow that to spur you to search out the answers if you want them. <laughs> you know? Did you already talk about NCIS? Oh, yeah. Well, we did earlier today. NCIS, talk about a show that lasted a long time. Uh, they, too, will end after season 14, which I think is the end of this season. So, like, May is when they'll wrap up. That is incredible. They will have done 322 episodes. Wow. And I think that Chris O'Donnell wow. gets around 350K per episode. That is incredible. That's fun for them. That would be a good... I, honestly, I didn't know Chris O'Donnell was a part of the show. 11, 11. All right, make a wish. I had no idea. Really? Boy, he had quite the career back in the day, didn't he? Remember when he was Robin? Yes. Yeah. He's and then really I, I, uh, I caddied in a group that he was playing in when I was a teenager, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, that's God. Chris O'Donnell. I honestly didn't know he was still working. Yeah, he's doing good. He's 14 seasons. That's incredible. Opposite LL Cool J. They've been they've been keeping the streets of LA safe for a decade and a half, Donna. <laughs> Donna. This is a television program we're talking about here, but um, okay. Why don't we take a break? Okay, let's do it. What do you think America's least favorite landmark is? I'm going to write down some guesses. Write down some guesses. And I'm going to give you a word, actually. Instead of least favorite, think of it this way. You get there and you say, oh, that's kind of lame. The lamest landmark in the country. The people have spoken. I have seen it. And I get where they're coming from. Huh. We'll explain. We'll get into that. A couple other uh, studies when we return. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial. Several long term studies have shown. They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. All right, so there was a new survey out regarding American landmarks, and one question that they asked in said survey was what was your. Your least favorite United States landmark. Oh, this is fun. They were given more than 30 choices. Hey, if you got one, you could give us a call. 651-641-1071. Just hear it for the boy. All right, I have a few guesses. Right. And just tell me if it's on the list or not, okay? Okay. The St. Louis Arch. That is not... Not the one I'm looking for. Okay. And it's not really, it doesn't make like the first handful. Okay, no. okay. Uh, Liberty Bell. Mm, no. Oh, how about the Eagles, huh? <laughs> sure, mm. sports talk, yes. Okay, uh, the Alamo in Austin, Texas. Incorrect. Over three so far. Uh, in terms of lame ones, I have Four. Uh, Mike, you want to gander a guess? I know what mine was, and when I showed up, I was like, that's it, um, Mount Rushmore. Uh, it's on my list, too. So, oddly, Mount Rushmore actually ranked on the favorite. Oh, really? Okay. On the favorites. Yeah, wow. the, the favorite landmark. Uh, we'll get into that in a okay. We'll get into that. But that, yeah, that, that made the list, but in a very different way. People got liked it. it. Okay. Okay. I've had some neighbors say, oh, you got to go see uh, Mount Rushmore. I mean, 
that area of the country is really beautiful. I love that area. That is my least favorite part of it. Yeah, it's just kind of underwhelming. It's like, ah. Because it's smaller. Yeah. The Mona, it's like the Mona Lisa. The Mona Lisa is like an 8 by 10. Sure. In a thick, thick frame. Right. You're right. What is it? The lamest landmark in the country. I'll say, let me one more hint. It's out west. Is it in California? It is. Oh. There's a lot in California. Okay. Is it the Hollywood sign? Ladies and gentlemen, you're exactly right. Yes! Nice. Go. Woo! Because it's just metal, right? It's just a metal, ugly... No, it has ugly... nothing to do with that. What is it? The Hollywood sign, when you see the Hollywood sign in a picture or on television... Yeah, it looks really glamorous. It looks glamorous because they have a drone that's taking the picture or sure. a camera that's up close. Now I gotta look at it. The Hollywood sign is so far away and it's very hard to get up there. There are a couple spots where you can get closer, but for instance, one of the main spots that you can see it is at Hollywood and Highland. These are two cross streets, Hollywood Boulevard and Highland Avenue. Hollywood Boulevard is one street, kind of one Hollywood block above Sunset Boulevard. Okay. But you go up to Hollywood and Highland and then it's like where the Kodak theater is. Maybe it's not called the Kodak anymore. It's where the Oscars are. Okay. Mm. And, um, you can stand on this bridge and then you look through and it's cool that you see it, but it's so small and kind of drowned out by just a lot of other noise. So it's up there, but it just, it never looks as good as it looks on TV. It's almost You would never see it that close. The picture that you're looking at, not in a million years. And now, unless you are, there are some hikes that you can do. Where you can get closer and it's turned to the right and it's like, oh, hey, the Hollywood sign. First of all, I feel like if you really think about this thing, it's almost like seeking out a billboard, you know, and being like, ooh, look at that billboard. (laughs) Um, Can you see it from the highway? Yeah. When you're driving? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's kind of neat. Let me... Yeah, and there there are some spots. What's a little difficult is you have to like go to go to this street, and you'll see it a little bit better. Go to this street. I'm gonna send you an image, and it kind of it shows you the natural distance that you see it a lot. Okay, so go right to go to the top of Rocco Clocko. Okay, see it there, Donna. Uh, hold on, I'm going to Rocco Clocko. Mike, it's in there. You would never even see it this well because this is an aerial view. Sure. But do you see how far away it feels? It feels far away a lot. Yeah. It's sort of obstructed. Yeah. Other lame landmarks that made the list include the Hollywood Walk of Fame as well. That looks a little cheesy to me. Yeah, I mean. Like, because there's always close-ups of the sidewalk. I feel like if you saw it, there's a place in Nashville that has something like that, too. And it's just seems very not large scale. Well, it's there are a ton of them. What's fun about the Hollywood Walk of Fame is as you walk along the streets in Hollywood, they're just there. They're just underfoot the whole time. And it's like, oh, look, Larry King. Sure. Oh, cool. Carl Lewis, whatever. I mean, the but sidewalk looks pretty nice. I mean, the, the actual... 
material used. <laughs> sure, yeah. So again, let's go to let's get a plane ticket to California and go look at that billboard and see what material they make their sidewalk out of. <laughs> it's like you know, pretty kitchen yeah. tiles. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it's got it's it's got an appeal. It's unique. It, it's unique. I the more prestigious things to see underfoot are right outside of what was thing. formerly the Grauman's Chinese Theater. Now I think it's the TCL Theater. That's where people do their handprints and footprints. Oh, sure. Okay. There are literally close to 3,000 stars on the Walk of Fame. But as far as handprints and footprints, not as know, many. there's maybe like 100. Okay. I mean, there's not a ton. There's not a ton. So what that's is, cooler. What was your least favorite landmark like does anything come to mind well yeah the hollywood sign is i remember the first time i saw it and You're i thought like, oh. it's cool that it's there but it's a bummer that this is how it looks <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yes so yeah a little yeah. bit of that some people really like um the arlington national cemetery oh uh, unbelievable stunning and you know the tomb of the unknown soldier right. and the kennedy the um what do you call the Oh my god! I'm going to sound like an idiot. The um, the flame, the eternal flame that never goes out. Yeah, I believe that's at Kennedy's grave. I stand with you. Thank you. Others, Mount Rushmore, people really like the National Mall in uh, Washington D.C., the Pearl Harbor National Memorial, the Statue of Liberty. Cool. Um, you know, I didn't see on not on this short list in front of me, but maybe if I looked at the full exhaustive list. I've only ever heard great things about the 9-11 Museum. It's unbelievable. So I wonder if that, I don't know if that's as much a landmark, because that's more of an internal museum as opposed to, oh, look, there's the blank. You know, it's really nice. Central Park. It is. It's a great landmark. Love it. And if you can get it like a springtime day when it's like 70s. You can wear jeans and maybe yes. even a long sleeve and just casually yes. walk through there. Walk through strawberry fields. Cup it's of coffee cool. in your hands. Yes. Maybe a bagged lunch sandwich. Okay. <laughs> in, a, in a thermos. I don't right. know. Um, yeah, that's really nice. There was another place that I was going to say that I think is just really great. Oh, the Lincoln Memorial. If yeah. you ever have an opportunity to see that, Whoa! I think Washington D.C. in general is really has a surreal vibe to it when you're there and you look out at the White House and it's lit up at night. Beautiful. And you're just like, wow, that's it. That look, that's the White House. Yeah, that's history. And there you are on a busy street, and you're like, huh? So that's what it is. Huh? There's a Chipotle right behind you. Exactly. No, no, it's <laughs> nice. No, it is. No, it it's is. Very it's nice. really. And then, and then when you turn and see the uh, the Washington Monument. Absolutely. It's all, yeah, I, th- I think D.C. When's the last time you were in D.C.? Uh, about 10 years ago, maybe. Let's give away a pair of tickets. All right, fine. You got to be able to go, though. Uh, we got a pair of tickets to see the Minnesota Wild take on the Florida Panthers. What date? Great question. February 13th there at 7 p.m. Boom. If you can Valentine's go, Day. Uh, be caller 4 right now to 651-641-1071. Caller 4 is winning a pair of tickets. To the Wild versus the Panthers. We're coming back. Rocco Clock next.
Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. Saw my mom uh, yesterday, came out and watched our son's soccer game. She's still around. She's in her 70s, but she has made plans for when she won't be around. And uh, she made those plans with Lisa at Crescent Tide. Why? Because, A, she's never wanted a big, uh, stuffy uh, funeral-type situation. She just wants a simple cremation. She just wants us to go have a nice dinner and celebrate her. And so she went, she prepaid, she pre-planned with Crescent Tide so that when it is that time, my sister and I won't have to stress about it and we won't have to pay for it. We won't have to worry about what were my mom's wishes. We're going to know. So thanks, Mom. Uh, Hope you're around for a long time. Uh, If this sounds like something you want to do for your family or maybe you want to talk to your parents about, uh, have that conversation. Reach out to Lisa, email her. uh, You know, you don't have to make a decision right now. Maybe just get on their radar. It's not just the prepaying and the preplanning. Check out their Google reviews and you'll see how Crescent Tide has come through for people in that time. CrescentTide.com. Hey, final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. What now? I have Maya Rudolph news. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. What's she's, that all about? She's trending on Twitter. Everything okay? Yes. Uh, she got a new movie? She a new got, book? She got a new gig. Let me read you Oh. a message from M&M's official Twitter account. Ever heard of them? Yeah. Let me make sure that this is official. Yeah, this is official. Okay. All right, here it is. All right, here we go. <clears throat> <clears throat> America, let's talk. In the last year, we've made some changes to our beloved spokes candies. We weren't sure if anyone would even notice, and we definitely didn't think it would break the internet, but now we get it. Even a candy's shoes can be polarizing, which was the last thing that M&M's wanted since we were all about bringing people together. Therefore, we have decided to take an indefinite pause from the spokes candies. In their place... We are proud to introduce a spokesperson America can't agree on. The beloved Maya Rudolph. Okay. Wait. Wait. No. When you said Eminem, I heard Eminem. Eight Mile. Correct. Slim Shady. I'm like, what does he have to do with this? Continue. We are confident Miss Rudolph will champion the power of fun to create a world where everyone feels they belong. And now I would like to hazard a guess as to what will happen. They are hoping that people will say here, wait, what do you mean? Like, we love Maya Rudolph. Yes. But wait, we still want talking candy, right? Sure. This is all going to lead up to a Super Bowl commercial. Oh, sure. Maya Rudolph is going to be there. And then the old guy... M&M's, you know, green and red, I think. They're going to walk in, and then Lady M&M with her high heels on is going to walk in at some point, too. Oh, fancy. It's going to be a thing. I'll tell you what about M&M's. You didn't say M&M's. You said M&M. I'm certain of it. It really threw me for a loop. I don't know if I can recover. How do you think I said it? M&M. Did I say a now a message from M&M? You said from Eminem, I think you said Eminem's official Twitter account. And I'm like, well, what has he got to do with anything? But how else would you say it? From Eminem's official Twitter You're account. You're right. You're right. <laughs> maybe no one's right. Maybe no one's wrong. What do you want me to say? Mars and milk or whatever the hell it stands for? I don't know. Nope. My bad. I just, you know, but sometimes I understand. two words have... That could be the same, but have different meanings. I think someone's talking about homonyms. Say what now? 
homonyms are words that sound alike. Oh, that you sing in church. Sure. So those are hymns. I'm starting to get worried about you, spiritually speaking. (laughs) Um, Why don't we divert and call Brian in the cafeteria to find out what our soup is? Come down for moose soup after! It's always a surprise. Oh no, it's rock and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh no, it can't be. Come to us, Brian. B Dog. What's happening? Ah, oh, bruh. Hey, bruh. Hey, you know, I came in this morning before we get to uh, today's soup. If you're new to the show, this is when we call our in-house cafeteria manager, uh, Brian, to find out what soup he's making for us. This restaurant is not open to the public. Correct. I got potatoes this morning. I got bacon this morning and an egg sandwich, all after I had a protein shake and a banana on the way in. You don't think I'm revved up and ready to take on the world today? You'd be wrong, my friend. That's that's a lot. It must be because you went on that three-day cleanse and your body was just starving for food, huh? Correct. It was two-day. I quit. I didn't want to do the third day. Oh, so, yeah. well, there there goes that two days. I'll go on in one <laughs> sitting. <laughs> he said sitting. Okay. He said sitting, just so everybody All knows. Right. Okay. Uh, uh, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we? I thought I asked him the question. I know we're going to catch you by surprise with this question. Sure. But what's the soup? It, we got a uh, loaded potato with mm. ham today. Yum. So like a potato ham gratin. Oh, nice. Ooh. Chunks yep. of ham or slices of ham? Uh, like cubes. Cubes of ham. Ooh, ham au gratin. Mm-hmm. Soup. Thank <laughs> you. Wait, can we find out what's the entree too, real quick? Uh, chicken tender basket. Oh, people love oh, this one. Yeah, they yeah. do. They're lining up. All right. I All right. Go. Well, we we got to go. Okay. We don't have time. I don't know why you keep bothering yeah, us. Please Thank stop you. calling right, us. Bye. Bye. All right. That's great news. That's <laughs> great news. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, it really did sound like he said something else. We've had a few close calls yeah, here. Yeah, we really have. And the fact that he had just said it right after talking about a juice cleanse, saying right. it all came out in one sitting. Right. I didn't know people could email the show. It's What's the true. email address? Uh, Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. Here is an email from Alice. The subject is Mary, Mary, and Mary. She says, we Jersey girls know that these three words are pronounced differently. Oh, okay. Mary, Mary, and Mary. But Minnesotans think they're all pronounced the same. Am I right? The rest of the planet does. I don't think so. Say each of those words. You're not even from here, so. Okay, I understand it. That's why it's not just a minute. Right, say M-A-R-Y. I would say, hi, Mary. You know what? Hi, Mary, and Merry Christmas. I'm glad you got married. I wouldn't say, hi, Mary, Merry Christmas. I heard you got married. What am I, an idiot? Well. Donna. What? No one's doing that. But you that- guys. You people. Pronounced G-A-R-Y. Gary. Not Gary. 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 Fine. 
I get what she's saying, but you're not going to say, this is like you with Pierog. You're not going to have a friend named Mary. Mary? What do you want? The moon, Mary? Mer- Merry Christmas, Mary? <laughs> you're going to say Mary for all of them. It's only when you Jersey people are it's trying to prove a point Jersey about orange, people. Florida, Dawn and Dad or whatever. Guilty for mispronouncing those words for sure. But you guys got to own up. Say those words again. Mary. The name. Mary. Merry Christmas. And Mary. (laughs) Mary. I'm getting married. I'm going to marry him. Use them all in a sentence. Mary will marry. Mr. Mary. (laughs) (laughs) That's fun. I bet you're probably kind of right. I don't know. No one's actually going to implement it, though. You're right. I've never heard anyone say Merry Christmas. They say Merry Christmas. Mary? 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 You want the movie? Mary? What do you want? Oh, my God. You're impossible to work with. Should we get Who's launched? the other person he talks to in that movie? Clarence. Clarence? <laughs> there's there's Clarence, there's Clarence, and then Clarency, right? May I be excused? We, friends, have 45 more seconds no. of broadcast. Hey, Mike, oh. uh, how far into working with us uh, were you before you realized this might have been a terrible mistake? Uh, week two, but no, it's fun. <laughs> It wasn't you guys. It's just this life choice of mine to oh. be in radio. I yeah, that's, where, that's when I started second guessing. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure. right. We it's are, not you guys. It's, no. Yeah. We're fruit of the tree. Absolutely. It's the trunk you're mad at. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well said. Oh, it's a good one. I like it. Right. I think right. that what we should do now is leave. Yeah, I think, Mike, you should stay, though. I'm yeah. going to. You, you should hours. have experience with like a professional. Yeah. Program. Yeah. And uh, we'll join everyone again at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Let's all clap now. Bye.